0: I fucking love bomberman it's so good it's so good, <laughs> I, love so good I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, I seriously the whole time have been like i'm gonna fire up bomberman 94 as soon as we get off it's so <laughs> good it's awesome yeah but i might play more wonderful 101 because i want to like with games like that if i don't keep going yeah. right, i just stop yeah I you just it. stop and then it's like oh i forgot all the buttons and then i never play again so yep. I, I might play more of that before i but i might just go to bed because i got that <laughs> hopefully my freaking shot tomorrow that's right baby unreal man starting the rest of one, your life the fingers the first crossed. one was my fault but hopefully tomorrow was it i don't know i feel yeah, like they it were just kind of not clear about they that did, yeah, yeah they weren't clear but it, it was me thinking they said next week and i was just like well they probably do them every day so i'll just go on monday right
0: yeah. but but i yeah. feel like they should have offered that information <laughs> yeah yes. or just
1: say, like again yeah it just seemed like it was the when i went it was so like assembly line Mm-hmm. process that i just figured okay they're just doing this every day this is this is their day to day until they're done with the vaccine yeah. right you know so but apparently they're just once a week so oh man i will lie
0: real quick before we all go our separate ways we were walking <laughs> i was walking down the street past uh i think advocate whatever the ones by on like clark and halstead yeah um, yeah and uh, like there was just a a nurse on the like corner, and, like stopping every single person, and be like, "You vaccinated? I've got two to give." Oh, and I'm shit. like, "This Jeez. is the first time I've seen like this. Feels like scalping." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> that is almost it is weird. Like a, at first great, I though. was like, "Oh, that's great," and then I'm like is this legit yeah is, like, this is a
1: 1984 man you can, you can buy scrubs
0: <laughs> anywhere this is, might just be some like yeah.
1: hey everybody welcome to pursuing pixels my name is kevin portelli and i'm here tonight with randall nolary hey folks And John Hines. Hello. And we are back, as always, to talk about some video games. That's right. But uh, (laughs) before we get into the games talk, why don't I uh, kick it over to you, Randall? That's right. Pause the video games talk just for a second. Press pause. Press
2: pause on your video game controller. So I've (laughs) got a little announcement, probably not a surprise to anybody that's been listening to the podcast here for a while when I talk about my time constraints uh, but I'm announcing that I'm, I'm taking a, a little bit of a, a step back down to part-time status uh, for the Pursuing Pixels podcast. Lots of life happening at me right now, and it's, uh, <laughs> it's not relenting. <laughs> and as much as I love being on every single week, it's just uh, it's not compatible at this moment to do so. So you'll hear my voice a little less often, um, but it, you know, still, still very happy to be part of this thing and very proud of everything we've done up to this point. So all the love in, in all that statement, but yeah, you'll, you'll hear me a little less often at this point from here on out.
1: Yeah. And hopefully, hopefully as much as possible, I know if like, for the next few months we'll, we'll be missing you probably even more yeah. so than, <laughs> than in the future, but yep. like you're always welcome anytime. And you know, we'll, we'll always, we're always down to talk some video games. Oh Yeah. <laughs> and Appreciate that's, that. uh, yeah. Always man. And, and that's what we're here to do tonight as always. Hell so yeah. why don't we, uh, Dig into the games, uh, if, uh, if you've said your piece there, Randall. Piece is said. Um, nice. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. So why don't we kick it over to John now for uh, a new video game-ish. Mm-hmm. New-ish. New-ish by the time the episode comes out. <laughs> a game that I wasn't even uh, honestly planning
0: on getting right as quickly as I did, because... You know, typically I'll I'll get a, a new physical copy of a video game like around a holiday and right. it happened to be my birthday, so I ended no, up yeah. it's a holiday
1: enough for me. treating
0: right. myself to new Pokemon Snap. Uh yes. which we mentioned in nice. passing, like uh, anticipating, I think, when we were uh on, I don't know the if podcasts. they announced
1: it during like a Nintendo Direct or something. There was something yeah, like there was that. definitely a time that we discussed it just real we glanced off it oh, real yeah. quickly. Mm-hmm.
0: And I was, I had only ever rented Pokemon Snap from Blockbuster, maybe one or two times. Never printed out at the kiosk. No, uh, I never did that either. Oh, I did. <laughs> I, I, so I had Pokemon cards
2: and I kept my Pokemon cards in this like cardboard box thing, like like a mailer box that has little flaps that you could kind of put mm-hmm. in so you could, you know, just put a piece of tape and mail it. So in that yeah. box, I, I would put all of my Pokemon cards, but on top of that box, I would put my stickers yes. that I got from my Pokemon nice. snap <laughs> 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 photos and would go with my sister to, to blockbuster. And thankfully my mom would pay whatever I'm sure ridiculous charge it was yeah, to get God. those uh, photos printed out. But yeah, it was really cool to, I think you took your memory card or did you take your whole cartridge there? I can't remember now.
1: I but it, it it printed out like your photos that you took. Yeah. It wasn't just like a generic like, no. oh, you, you bring it in and it prints out like the target version of the <laughs> Charizard or whatever. No, no. It brought <laughs> up a,
2: a little menu and it's all of your photos that you had. And then I, you know, selected it. I boy, I printed out at least like 12 of them. I think it was quite a bit. But that's yeah, cool. And really they were cool stickers experience. as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those are the days. There's nothing like that anymore. Uh-uh. I, I shouldn't say that. Who knows? Nothing like that. Stuff like that. You say, even though I've <laughs> uploaded
0: all of my best photos to the internet, so that there they could get a, oh. they could say that I were sweet, and then I get a little achievement that for how many people have enjoyed my wonderfully cropped photos. <laughs> <in this laughs> Is that all within game, John? Yeah, like there's nice. the whole like internet. Like it will. In addition to, like, the actual gameplay, like, there's a ton of, you know, just sharing mechanics built in. Obviously, like, the Switch itself has, like... It makes it really easy to take screenshots and upload them to Twitter, which is something that I've been doing. But, like, they do have, like, an internet section where you're uploading them and you can see anyone else's that it's done by some algorithm. It's not, like, a really... I don't know how... If you were looking for my photo specifically, I have no idea how you would do that. But Th- This it's...
2: might be jumping ahead, but do they assign <laughs> a point total to these photos that you're uploading to oh, the internet?
0: Oh, they sure do, but the, That's what they I, don't the show I the saw, point total would... to other people. The point okay. total is just for your own records, Got and like that, your campaign man, and whatever. I, I will say, like, one of my favorite things about this game is that, like, it's you're the actual playing of the game where you know you're going into these different levels that have multiple paths that you end up taking that you unlock as you go like each area has multiple itself has like expedition points which are the experience points which you the more photos you take and get point totals for those photos then it levels up the level of the trail and then the more then it gets more complicated where there are more animal, more Pokemon into doing different things. And the trail itself changes over time. Like the very Uh popular, like one of the things that they do in the first level that like, I think is I've seen it in basically every single uh, review for it is that the very first time there is the Bidoof, which is a beaver Pokemon. (laughs) One of the best names. Yes. (laughs) But it's building a dam. And by the time that you reach like, level two of the night course, the dam is complete. Love it. So then that okay. opens up a little, like, extra path. That Love one's it. not quite as drastic as some of the later levels where it will actually, like, have a different ending point. But for the most part, yeah. you're going along this same path and just seeing Pokemon interact with each other. And, like, it's uh, it's not super complicated, but, like, man, it is... That dopamine hit, I get just oh, seeing, yeah. like... A, like two cute pokemon playing together that's all i want <laughs>
2: <laughs> so it sounds pretty similar to the first pokemon snap and that it's essentially an on-rail shooter just yes. with yeah. a pokemon theme you know mm-hmm. and you're taking pictures not
1: killing things yes <laughs> and much slower i guess oh yeah kind of you, and you're always on the move right do you get yes. do you get any control over your movement because like i feel like in on rail shooters, you have like, kind of like a lot of stop and go, stop and go. It's like hit this oh, checkpoint yeah, and then you you like shoot them up. But yeah, that it, it's totally what it is, though. It is like you yeah. have no say over your movement. Pretty um, much. You're just and, on like a track, almost like a, an amusement park ride, essentially, mm-hmm, like yeah. a safari ride in Disney World or something. And like the I would say, like the things that I don't really like about the game are
0: one, if you're going to a level specifically to like. You know, there. Each Pokemon has in your photo decks a one star, two star, three star, and four star photo. And Yikes. if you're well, if if you're just taking a like, uh, generic, like, oh, that, that's just a photo of this Pokemon doing nothing, that's usually a one star. If they're, like, running around or doing something and engaging with the thing that's a two star. Okay. If they're doing something, like, really specific or, like, unique or, like, you have to trigger a certain, like, amount of events by either, like, playing a a melody for them or, like, triggering, like, a specific set of a, like, you throw an apple at them and, like, that will, like, get or, like, set a chain of events that will get them to do these, like, special, like, three and four. So you're going to these levels over and over and over again to get your photo decks filled out for, like, a one, two, three, and four star. So if you're going to a level specifically for one Pokemon for one photo... Oh, sure. Then you have the incredibly slow (laughs) and, like, deliberate... Yeah. Oh, Mm -hmm. God. Uh, that's, That's not great... But you have to keep playing these levels anyway, so you might as well just go through. Like the progression is a little slow on that, like in terms of leveling up a like a trail in order to get to the next level and have more things happen, more Pokemon like interacting with each other. So you're playing them like sometimes like three, four times, and like you just got to take photos of everything. Like, <laughs> Yo, yeah, And how, how long is like a, a level or a track or whatever? honestly probably only like two three minutes oh nice okay like, they're not long like yeah. it's not like a tortuous thing but sometimes no, but they're
1: it, and they're jam-packed like compared oh there's to the 64 so version which makes sense but like I, I again i've seen a few clips where it's just like any which way you turn it's like there's pokemon doing something where like yeah. in the 64 one it was very more from what i remember it's been ages but i i remember it being more like a little more scripted like this mm-hmm. if there were like a if there was a bonus path i don't think it was ever like unlocked in that way it was more mm-hmm. like you had to trigger an event like Get throw Pikachu a pokeball into like <laughs> exactly yeah or throw like a pokeball like into the volcano and then it would like unlock oh, a super yeah. path or trigger a charizard to come out or something but it, yeah just it looks more like it's like wildlife a little bit more yeah. in in this game as opposed to like an amusement park ride
0: I, I will say spoilers if you think that there are spoilers in like how Pokemon <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> interact.
1: But really. uh,
0: Lauren's been watching it with me as I play it, and uh, uh, she was lightly traumatized because uh, Finian, a fish Pokemon. Like, well, I was taking pictures of a school of them and they all scattered except for one, which a wingle, a seagull, like swooped down and oh, picked one no. and just like <laughs> scared. I was like, because up until that point, you've only seen like Pokemon like play with each other or like maybe like, oh, well, one will like yell at another and like yeah. scare it off. But that was the first time I'd ever seen one just like straight up get like eaten.
1: Yeah, no, no battle sequence here. Let a me just scoop right. you up. And immediately <laughs> That's hilarious. After in the
0: same area, like I see a Squirtle getting chased by a Sharpedo, which is a shark, and I'm like, "Oh man, oh god!" Like the at least the fish isn't like as you know, you're not emoting as much as say a Squirtle. But yeah, this is going
1: to turn into Planet Earth in a second here, (laughs) right? (laughs) Pokemon Earth. There's so
0: much more. Like yeah, it's it's unbelievable how much like interaction there is between like thing and like i'm i feel like there's probably so much more and i've unlocked
1: like a good amount of trails well like, i was just gonna ask like how many i know you're talking about leveling up the specific trails before but like how many levels or whatever have you unlocked like different settings or whatever six like
0: specific air er- distinct areas And some of them have a night trail. I think everyone has a night and day trail, nice, which you can level up separately. And then I think the after a while they'll also unlock a quote unquote like boss area, where it's like one specific event happening. But again, I've only gotten a boss event for the first level, and I've only gotten day and night for like four of them out of like the six. But like that's that's a Ha- that's a lot of trails and a lot of trails to replay over and over yeah. and over again
1: yeah it's ma- like this game is massive that's yeah. awesome and it looked like it goes pretty in depth like i again i saw some of the clips of like the ranking system like at, like after you finish a trail mm-hmm. like it goes pretty in depth into like going over everything you did on that expedition or whatever Ugh. um
0: I, I, initially i was going in and manually select because you can only submit one picture per pokemon per like trip like go through okay because um, it
1: looked like you could take a ton of pictures you like, can uh, and, but there's ton. just a
0: ton of, you have like 70 something uh in your role per so that's also a okay. way that you can end a run early if you run out of uh just
1: spam the <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> uh I've, I've only done that once so far where i was just like you know what i don't need to go through the last minute of this level but yeah. um, initially, you are uh, given the option to, like, choose, like, your favorite photo and or, like, what photo you're going to it, submit for review to get, like, the ratings on and then see if, like, it's better than whatever you have on record. But after a while, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to let the... I, I don't know what constitutes a good photo to this game. Right. I have an idea, but the photos that I think are objectively better are often not the ones that the game thinks are, because art is subjective. Yep. (laughs) I just... The algorithm for, like, automatically submitting it, like, it will always do... It will always submit a photo in... it will prioritize if you haven't put one in like a one to four star like rating. If you have none submitted, it will automatically select that one. And then if you do, then it'll automatically select the highest rating one. Like, so if you are submitting, you only have like say one star for this one and you are submitting another one star, it will select the highest rated of those to, like, Mm. compare against what you already have. Makes sense. Okay. It's it's a good system to just, like, you know what? I'm done. Uh, Auto-select everything to submit, and then just spam A to go through the ranking process, because, again, (laughs) that also takes... (laughs) Ugh. It's at, at times it's frustrating, but overall, like I, th- I think it's a really good game. Nice,
1: yeah. And and I think in most cases you're sitting down to kind of relax with Pokemon Snap. You're not sitting down to like, mm-hmm. yeah. game it up, you know. So like it, it is kind of more like you know Animal Crossing mood, I guess. World you know, with a little more going on. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: I'm so glad um, that they made. Pokemon, This new Pokemon Snap, which is, that's what it's literally called, right? New Pokemon, yes. new Pokemon Snap. <laughs> because yep. like Pokemon Snap came out in 99 and like oh, for geez. years we wanted another one. And like then the Wii U comes out and you're like, oh my God, this is the perfect <laughs> platform for Pokemon yeah, Snap. It oh, never oh. happen. Heard nothing. It, yeah. Like oh that was wasted. I, I guess That's we're not going to get it.
1: Ah, that yeah. makes me bummed out a little bit because how cool would it have been to hold up the tablet yes. and like actually zoom in yes. on the tablet it was as perfect. your ca- ah. It would have okay, been perfect. Okay, but
0: as, as someone who played Pokemon Let's Go, and then as soon as I possibly could, I switched the control scheme back to just controller instead of <laughs> using the like Wii, or, or the launch, Joy-Con like, motion yeah. controls. Yeah, like it's nice to a point fair.
1: Like, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm glad they put this out. I'm glad Pokemon snap is still a thing and is now an ongoing franchise.
1: Yes. And that same. they put some love into it. It seems a like ton. it wasn't just like a remake. Cause they, you know, they've, they've, they've done some remakes or remasters or whatever. So
0: yeah, I was honestly um, expecting way less in this game and I'm so pleasantly surprised that there's so much more to it.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Awesome to hear. That it's not like a Nintendo cash grab. Um, but yeah, I, I, was actually firing up my switch for the first time in quite a while. I've been like dipping into my computer and playing a bunch of little indie games mostly lately. But, uh, we were talking about when we put out episode one Oh one of the podcast, <laughs> our buddy Zandan was like, what? No wonderful one Oh one talk. And that's cause I have been kind of mentioning like, Oh, I picked it. I think I like mentioned when I purchased it recently, mm-hmm. I got a physical copy I'm going Randall style on this one. And oh, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I was just like, I really want to get this game. And. It's it's a mixed bag. I actually started playing it uh, today, probably put about two hours in and got through like the first boss ish, like kind of got a tease of like who I think is going to be like the main boss or at least kind of like a main, like recurring minion or whatever. Um, but it's a game from Platinum, who if, oh, you yeah. know, if you're familiar with, like Bayonetta. And I think really the only one I've played is uh, near Automata, which I talked about a long time ago on the podcast. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think like they're, they're, it's such a mixed bag where it's like it's such an arcadey game. Um, and there's just so much going on, especially with this being originally a Wii U game. And this yep. is like the remastered version for the Switch. Like it really utilized both screens, you know, like we were just talking about. Like you would actually draw like a shape or a yes, pattern on would. the touchpad, and then that would. Turn your character into like a gun or a giant sword or a giant fist to punch stuff or grab stuff, and easier now you're doing all done. those. <laughs> yeah, much easier said than done, and especially even or, uh, more difficult said than done. I don't I don't know how to word that, but like yeah. on the on the Switch, you're having to do that without touchscreen controls. At least I'm playing it docked on my TV. I haven't actually tried it handheld, um, mm-hmm. but I'm doing it where like you have to use the right stick to kind of draw like oh, a okay. shape and. It gets into like, you know, the first two things you have, it's like draw a circle and then or draw like a straight line to be either like a fist or a sword. So that's pretty simple. But then you start getting to like some slightly more like I, I talked about Okami a while ago on the podcast, like a while ago. Mm-hmm. And from the some of the same team here, uh they, that was yeah. Clover who worked on that, who I think yep. kind of some of them became platinum under but,
2: Capcom. Yep.
1: Yeah. And that game really like. Because it kind of, like, all, it, it, I think it does totally pause time when you go into, like, the, the brushstroke mode. And yeah. you, then you just have a limited amount of time where this goes into more of, like, a, a slow-mo kind of situation. Right. I'm, I'm just starting to get the hang of it. Like, I, I fought two bosses. Um, but, yeah, my, my gripes are, like, there's, like, a few sequences here and there where, like, it you clearly have to, like, do something specific. But it doesn't tell you what you have to oh, do. And yeah. it's like, oh, I just have to pick up this giant football helmet and get underneath it. But, like... I'm thinking I have to pick it up with my giant fist, but actually, I just need to draw a circle around it to help all my. It's almost like Pikmin style gameplay in a way, like really fast paced Pikmin. Yep. um, Because you even get to a point where, like, you're attacking, like. The more you can have up to like a hundred heroes, I think, and like you are, like you personally as the player are the one. <laughs> You're mm-hmm. the because they are called the one, the wonderful one. Double O is what they always refer to themselves as, <laughs> and it just like got that really like kind of cheeky sense of humor, um, really cartoony. Like I don't know, it's it, it, I'm having a hard time. I, I'm really torn because, like, I'm just starting to get into it and feel like I'm like, yeah, I could, I might really like this game a lot. But up until now, it's been kind of like really confusing at times. Really, just like, I don't know what's going on. But it is like the set pieces are amazing. It's just like one after another after another. And it, it's really cool so far. Has anybody else checked this game out? Or, John, did you have a, a thought here? Well, yeah. Like, I, I saw you talk,
0: bringing that up on the Discord and. It kind of made me think about my experience with like Clover or Platinum games, specifically the more action oriented ones. Where yeah. like I think that that's kind of like built into like those series of games. Like I remember like Beautiful Joe. Oh like, yeah, yeah. I just had to like play like the. I mean, that was a more arcadey
1: kind of experience. Where, no, like, but this I, game reminds me of that a lot. I mean, it has those beat em up qualities where it's like you clear a mission, and then it's like, go, 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 and go to the next <laughs> section, and then beat these bosses up, or beat these enemies up, and then go, 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 mission three, you know, it's just move on, move on. So Yeah, but like, I definitely remember there being a learning
0: curve where oh, I just yeah. had to be like, oh yeah, this is how this game controls, and I need to get used to that, and mm-hmm. once I've gotten yeah. used to it, and it was the same thing with Bayonetta, where, you know, like, I don't think I actually enjoyed Bayonetta bayonetta on like the first couple <laughs> missions but like once i got a handle of like how to play the game in at least in the way that i wanted to because bayonetta was a lot more of like specific combos and like you kind of can tailor it to like however you want to play on that and yeah. like but again like once i got that down i really enjoyed those games but i don't think i necessarily did right at the beginning.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's pretty much the exact experience I'm having. Yeah. Like I I got to the two hour mark. And again, I'm glad Zandan keeps pushing me because I played a little bit and I was getting a little frustrated. And like even like the way it incorporates that second screen of like what would be on the Wii U second screen, Mm -hmm. like you can like press the minus button and and make it totally go off the screen, which is pretty much I've played most of the time, but only because... When I pull it up, it just shows like a million heroes on there. And I'm like, what What am I supposed to do? Do I pick one like mm-hmm. I don't, it's like kind of transparent? I can't really see. And then otherwise, it's kind of like a radar for enemies. But oh, you okay. you're always in like pretty closed off sections. So mm. and that, that's kind of my one gripe is sometimes it's just like, where do I go? And then it's like, oh, I'm supposed to like extend my army of people that are connected to me to like make a ladder to the top of this building or to make a bridge like across this boss's arms to get to the other side of it like but again like just that giant like everything is a spectacle like as soon as something ends it's like oh shit now this is going down and like uh, it's it's really cool like they're good at that
2: they're good at that spectacle that's for sure yeah
1: and you played a little (laughs) bit of this on Wii U like way back when right Randall because I did did too I think I played like the demo or something because I never owned it I bought I all seven
2: somehow. Wii U exclusive games because. I
1: had Wii U, so. uh, <laughs> well, it's still one that I would say is potentially worth like that. That might still be the better version of the two. Sure. Yeah, but I I'd say like I will admit
2: just just kind of like your initial experience where it's a bit of frustration. Like I only got to that point and just kind of bounced pretty hard. And and to be fair. In talking through a lot of these Platinum and Platinum-inspired games, I've bounced pretty hard off of most of them, besides Beautiful Joe, is like the mm-hmm. only one that really clicked with me, and that was, like we talked about, something that still had a pretty harsh learning curve, but I just liked that one so much, but I'm a big beat-em-up guy, so it kind of stands to reason that way, too. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it was still, I, the learning curve, like it didn't have so many buttons, I feel. I could that be too. wrong, but man, bit this less, game... Yeah. This game has a ton of buttons and you're constantly like there's tutorials popping up on the left that take up another quarter of the screen and you got to like hold down the left (laughs) stick to make them disappear. And it's like it just everything's like kind of weird and it keeps like telling you what to do all the time. But I did. It looks like overall there's like seven main like heroes that have like different abilities. So right now I have like the giant fist. I have the sword and I just got the gun, which Mm -hmm. is really cool. Like you can actually like one of the bosses I just fought was like, You have to like it shoots it's like this giant like cannon mech thing and it shoots out these like giant cannonballs and like eventually they become like almost like a uh, minion that'll start attacking you. But if you can suck it up with the gun, it like suctions it to the front of the gun and then you can jump up and shoot that cannonball at the enemy. But it's just like it's. It's crazy. <laughs> this game is like it's insane. It's really hard to follow what's going on sometimes, but it's it's a lot of fun, and I I do think I'm gonna keep playing it, especially now that I'm sorta getting the hang of things. So. Nice, nice. Um, and yeah, before we get to like our deeper chat about some uh, Bomberman mm-hmm. at the end of the episode here, I did want to mention since I fired up the Switch, a couple more games that I just got sucked into. Like I was like, oh, let me make a couple videos here. Like it's been a while since I fired up my Switch, and since I'm playing. Wonderful 101 and checking out some other stuff. Why don't I play some of these games? And uh, I know I've mentioned Null Drifter and oh, yeah. many games from this developer on the podcast, Panda Indie Studios, and they make a ton of shmups. They've done a few like arcadey games, otherwise, I think I talked about Project Starship X from them as oh, well. yeah yeah. Um, but yeah, this is yet another shmup uh, Void Gore. I don't know if I said the name of that already. But it is a really cool, very much in the vein of Null Drifter where it has like that really small like light element where you like have to buy upgrades. But eventually you're going to be fully leveled up like it has like, you know, once you buy like three health upgrades, that's your max once you buy. But your fire rate is maxed out but once you max everything out it's got the leaderboards and everything just like i loved in uh null drifter it actually only shows like where you're ranked and then the top 10 otherwise like you can't see anything else which is kind of (laughs) cool yeah Um, i'll take it yeah it's like and and i can't remember exactly I, i still need to fully level up but the the core conceit of this game is that you have this giant like Sphere, this void sphere or circle, I guess it's like a top down uh, vertically scrolling shmup. Nice. And uh bullet hell in, in that sense. And like this sphere, as it grows, anything inside that circle or I keep calling it a sphere, but anything inside that circle will disappear like it'll clear all the projectiles. Oh. But if you let it grow all the way and I'm talking like when you upgrade this thing, it almost covers the full screen. <laughs> but you got to wait quite a while for it to grow that big but once it grows that big there's like a little sound effect the circle turns red and then not only do you get to clear everything inside you kill the enemies inside that okay, circle as well okay that's nice and we're talking like even when they're like mini bosses like uh, but you got to and the only other thing is like when you're firing if you hold down the fire button you're going to be moving a little bit slower so it's kind of like just juggling your speed a lot and like where you need to go like obviously I like that. dodging all the bullets but like yeah, it's kind of again just that risk reward. Like, yeah. do I do I just use the clear right now to clear the bullets and get to safety, or do I try to dodge it and wait yep. it out and then try Leave. to kill everything on the screen, <laughs> which is all like for you know you get coins from that, and then once you get the unlocks, it's all just for for points and whatnot, but. Yeah, just another really cool arcade game that that I got really sucked into, and then on top of that, I got really sucked into this other game called Hell Is Other Demons, which I've had sitting on my Switch forever. Mm. Um, and it, it's just like a, a kind of a platformer schmup. It kind of reminds me a little bit of Downwell, but they're more on like these single screen ish levels. There's a little bit of vertical scrolling, but never any horizontal. To the best of my knowledge, at okay. least as far as I've gotten. But it's got, like, that usual, again, like, the palette swapping. It's got, like, really juicy, like, particle effects all over the place. It's just, like, a really striking visual game. Um, And the controls are spot on. It almost looks like it would be a twin stick shooter, but it actually plays, like, more like... I'm trying to think of some games that utilize that feature, actually. But, like, Black Future 88 is the only thing that comes to mind where, like... (laughs) I don't think we've ever talked about that one on the podcast, but... Um, it like the right stick just kind of aims based like flint hook, actually. Okay. Where like where you're shooting is just like based on where you're like running and aiming. The only thing right. I wish is like the game. I wish there was a button kind of like in Metroid games or whatever, where you can like hold a button down to stand still and then shoot like up or yeah. diagonal or whatever. There doesn't seem to be a button to do that. Set but angle. Yeah. You are on the move constantly to the point like you can double jump if you're, it's one of those games where if you're firing downwards, it kind of like propels you upwards. Um, you can also like, if you hold down jump, you kind of like flutter down kind of Mario super Mario world Cape style. Um, and you can land, I think I said this, but you can land on enemies on top of shooting them. And there's just all types of different weapons. There's a campaign, there's an arcade mode. And then they added like a lava jump mode, which takes away the guns and stuff completely. And it's just strictly like climbing up a procedurally generated like you're just jumping and trying to dodge projectiles and enemies and stuff and get as high as you can before the lava rises okay and, and melts you but <laughs> mm. but yeah it's just like a really cool game i think i talked about one of the games they made for a game jam a long time ago on the podcast pink river oh, which was man. just really That's cool so like it, cool that that game. one was yeah cool, very cool and stylistic and oh, yeah. this one's got a different approach it's not like pseudo 3d or whatever but it definitely has like this developer has a very nice like stylistic touch on on all fronts the music's cool the palettes are cool and again the arcade mode has like different characters with different buffs and different uh like every mode is almost like its own game it feels like it's it's really cool other than the lava jump is 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 more of a mini game but the two modes are kind of very much of their own which is really cool nice nice yeah, but uh but why don't we get into the the last thing we're going to chat about tonight which is uh some Bomberman and kind of just Bomberman in general. Uh I know John, you kind of initiated this conversation, I think, so why don't you uh take the lead at least as far as like just you brought up Bomberman in some capacity. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm trying to remember exactly how I did. Because I think what I had done was I had started replaying Bomberman Max 2 for that, the Game yeah, Boy that's Advance. That's the one I downloaded.
1: That's yeah. the one I downloaded and played Same. because you talked about it. So
0: And like that was... Honestly, I think that may have been my first 2D Bomberman. Oh, which cool. Which is a weird... Because wow. my first Bomberman game was Bomberman... In, Hero or Bomberman 64. I'm not sure which one was first for me, (laughs) but like, yeah, my first experience in Bomberman was like, A bomberman that was trying to like make the jump into 3D, yeah, (laughs) really change, completely changing the way that those games handled.
2: Yep. So get a little that Mario 64 money there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So wait, is it is it not that like same isometric view? Is it like behind you as a character, or how's the camera in in those 64 games? Oh, it's a 3D game, like platformer. Yeah. Like. Oh, what? yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Or At, wow. at
0: least Morse. So, oh man, like Hero is a platformer, like more than anything, where you like will throw bombs in an arc, like in front of okay. you. You can also lay bombs and, or also kick them. So, like, oh man, I I love <laughs> I love Hero so much. We've we talked we talked about it on the Ikenfell uh, like interview podcast. How like it also has one of my favorite soundtracks of any game ever which is this really weirdly specific drum and bass like (laughs) new jack city (laughs) electronica
1: (laughs) well you don't hear that on the 64 especially you know you get a lot of those like honky trumpets and i don't know oh it's incredible but like
0: 64 and 64 second attack are more like not even, tra- I don't know, there's not, because there wasn't a traditional, it was making the transition to 3D, so like, but it was, I think, a lot more laying bombs and, yeah. like, kicking bombs. And than it still like-
2: had the multiplayer modes that was a little bit more traditional of what people yes. would expect from Bomberman.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But like Max 2 was like very much just a like, as I've come to learn, a more traditional 2D bomberman of you know, that's grid based. you have the upgrades that will allow you to lay more bombs or the increase the explosion size of the yep. bombs. And there are the breakable blocks and the like and ones that won't. so you need to like plan where you're laying the bombs and like get rid of enemies. But when we when I brought that up to you guys, you were telling me that I needed to check out Bomberman ninety four specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
1: because that came to the Virtual Console via the like, the, the Turbo Graphics Virtual Console on the Wii. Yeah. and we were at least for me that was my introduction to Turbo Graphics. Yep. Probably my not my introduction to Bomberman, but definitely spent the most time. Like that was my first time being like, I love Bomberman because we would play that at both. Randall's place. Like. All yep. of the time, yep. We would go to his apartment, like after work, when we worked at the be- in the Best Buy days, and just like let's play. Or it wasn't always after work per se, but like let th- we've spent hours playing that, and on certain occasions and. So fun!
2: It's classic, yeah. This the Bomberman multiplayer formula is just what it's known for, and and the Wii in particular opening up all those Turbo Graphics games to a wider North American audience for the first time because it didn't do that well when it came out. So like, first it was Bomberman '93, which I loved the soundtrack of, but yeah, mm-hmm, like '94 yeah. adding the animals and everything, and then on the Wii with a virtual console, you could play five player if you had a game. I was
0: gonna say, yeah, in, wasn't it was five? so
1: cool. Yeah,
0: Wait, was Turbo a 5-port multi what on earth so pc engine
1: turbo graphics graphics
2: only had one controller port which is kind of bs but (laughs) you could buy a multi-tap and of course like bomberman always the series to justify multi-taps across consoles Mm -hmm. uh but you could buy a multi-tap for your pc engine slash turbo graphics turbo duo that would be it's a five port multi-tap and bomberman games in particular took advantage Oh yeah. yeah. What were
0: games? Don't, isn't doing there even at a bomber point? Like,
1: <laughs> well, isn't there even a Bomberman like multi-tap? Like it's actually like it looks like Bomberman's face. Like, oh, I don't know if it's for turbo graphics, but for Super Nintendo. Super or, Nintendo
2: for sure had one, yeah. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. And so that was kind of my introduction to those games. And like, as much as I loved them, like when I first started playing the campaign of uh Bomberman 94, yeah. that was when because like we would play over and over and the one gripe i would have with the multiplayer of bomberman 94 is that it i think it always uses the same song i i Mm, i want to say like there's like a multiplayer song probably but like in the game there's like different worlds and zones and they have their own like themes and really awesome music i know you mentioned that for 93 but 94 has some great tunes as well and then again add in all those like animals you can ride that not only give you an extra like hit point for bomberman but like Give you the ability to either like kick bombs like over obstacles or even yep. kick or the jump. unbreakable blocks jump, out yep. of the way. Like mm-hmm. I got I was cool. like, whoa. That like you can do so much and like uh it's so charming. Like the worlds are so cool, the enemies are so cool, and it's kind of the same thing with three, but ninety-four just seems or uh, ninety three I mean, but like ninety-four just gets right into the action, like yep. Even, like, your flame is, like, a little bigger on the first bomb, like, as opposed to being, like, just the little one tile. Like, man, I love it.
0: So, yeah, we were talking before we started recording how, like, I started playing 93 because that was in English. um, Yeah. At least of what I had available. And then, like, that one is rough when you start out because you have one bomb (laughs) and it only has the one explosion radius. It's hard
1: to kill enemies. It's so hard. Like, it is that like careful timing it's
0: progressively easier after that because you can lay multiple bombs you eventually can get like
1: but there's only one power up per stage yep whereas oh n- really yeah and oh, like they, they stack them in 94 yes, yes. they do and, and like, and one like they do in bad. max
0: too like that it's i was just so used to that of like okay i'm gonna go kill every enemy like break every breakable block and like hunt for the little secrets and then i would finally get like you know and it is kind of a double-edged sword if you're like you know back yourself into a corner and you have like a massively overpowered bomb that's just going to just take you out but
1: uh, yeah it's hard way if you build up that flame too much it's like oh yeah don't get too cocky because Mm -hmm. yeah it's easy to kill yourself there are times where it's (laughs) it's maybe better to not pick up that yeah uh, oh yeah yeah It's pretty strategic. Yeah, I (laughs) I really like how the how the game works. And I really like how 94 again, like most of the games are kill all the enemies to clear the screen and and find the portal and go through the portal or whatever. 94 kind of changes that up where there's like usually at least in the first world. I haven't gotten much beyond that uh, in the campaign, but like it's like blow up these like towers that are almost like. You you like unlock the gate once you blow up the towers, but even some of the levels are like multi- like you have to clear one part of the level and then go through like a door yeah. and in like a new part of the world. Like it's so cool. And I started I tried playing Bomberman Max too, John. Mm-hmm. I, I, is there a red and blue? Because I think yeah, I think I had a, I think I had the blue version, whichever version that you put in the drive. Yeah. Um, and I started playing that and. That game, as much as I love it, I love like it has that kind of like pseudo 3D Game Boy Advance style, mm-hmm. like kind of like Kuru 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 Rin or whatever <laughs> <laughs> that I mentioned with like the way that was like, peng- like it almost looks like clay to me. I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah. Um, but I it mean, has it's that, like, like the uh, Donkey Kong
0: Country, like pre-rendered CG, but then yep. like turned into pixels. Yeah. Yep. Little rendered yeah, sprite I, action.
1: Yeah. And I really, I really like the look of it. But man, I found that game to be so hard, like the second or third level they like there's like a helper character with you and they're just like hey i'm going to help you and they're just like kicking bombs yeah. in my face mm-hmm. left and it's right I'm like what the hell <laughs> like that, i i could not beat that level i think it was the second level in the game i played it like 5 to 10 times couldn't beat it was got frustrated and i was like i'm going to go back to 94 yeah, yeah. <laughs> did the same thing <laughs> oh.
0: but so the nice thing about uh max 2 is that it has like the way that you progress through it is like you go through these portals at the end of each level and those will take you to different levels. It's kind of like a, I don't know, like Star Fox spiderweb level select. Oh, okay. Like, but eventually some of them will just start looping back. And you're trying to get to the, like, usually I think each area has like three boss, like, Endpoints, and i think they're all the usually the same boss actually don't quote me on that i don't actually remember (laughs) um but you're like you can either try to go through and replay levels or like like go through different paths and like once you go through a level and complete it it will like the portal will say like the uh it'll be a red portal and it'll say the world and level that it links to so, like, a blue portal will always be a level that you've never been to. So that's kind of how okay. you navigate it and try to get to the end
1: hmm. um, If that's as you're cool. replaying
0: it. But, yeah. It's got I, a little
1: bit of an open world, like, element to it. Just yeah. subtly, you know?
0: Yeah. And I think you can select, like, if you save the game and restart it, you can select any level that you've beaten. Okay. But, okay. Because that's also the way that, um, like how 94 introduced... I, can't remember the name of the an, because the animal's also in hero
1: it looks like a kangaroo yeah kinda. it is a
0: it is a <laughs> uh, yeah a cute kangaroo animal but very uh, cute Bomberman, uh 64 was it 64th the second attack i think that one was the one that introduced pommy which was the Cherubom. Again, I'm just throwing out terms that are n- meaningless
1: <laughs> to anyone who wasn't playing these well, games. Well, not meaningless. In nine- You're making me want to play the Bomberman 64 I games. I want to buy That's all sure. those games. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They're fun as hell. But the, like, the Cheruboms are the... Uh, Things that you ride in uh, Bomberman Max, and they have the same abilities that the the kangaroo animal would have okay. in '94. Okay, or also in Hero. Again,
1: none of this is super important. <laughs> but. Well, obviously, yeah, Bomberman doesn't like stick to like the rules of the series or whatever. Yeah, you know, they just kind of wing it each game.
0: It but seemed. these Cherubombs that you ride in Max 2 each give you, like, a specific ability. So, like, some of them will, like, automatically give you, like, four bombs at every time or maximum explosion every time. One of them that I remember getting through, like, the fusion mechanic because there's a whole sub game in this. Oh, my like, God. Where you Jesus raise their, like, stats and you can fight them in, what? like, a, a Link battle. It's fun. <laughs> so they really were doing a Pokemon thing here. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. like... One of them, like, creates a five-by-five five grid of, wow. like, things, Holy. so it's, oh. yeah, uh, just oh. absurd, and I would always do that and then, like, play a level where I could get a, like, timer upgrade, and then I would just, ugh. Just wipe the floor. It was so unnecessary
1: and <laughs> overpowered and... But Ugh. yeah, <laughs> well, I think so the cool thing for me was like jumping into the campaigns like there's so much more stuff than is in the multiplayer. Like there's yeah. way more power ups. I don't think they I don't think they give you the kangaroos in the multiplayer, if I'm not mistaken. And in 94, I don't remember ever getting those. I'm not sure, play. but
2: I do know we played we played a lot of 93 because that came out. Is that first the one we on played? Virtual. I think we played that more often because it came out okay. earlier on virtual console.
1: OK, so th- you're you're probably right. Yeah, yeah. I think I might have just remembered the campaign more of 94. And then because I, I only checked out the campaign of 93 recently. Sure. And it didn't ring a bell immediately other than like I was like, yeah, this isn't as good as I remembered it. And then when mm-hmm. I booted up 94, I was like, ah, this is what I remember. Um, 94 is incredible. But yeah, it's those so those games great, are. Yeah, like, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. How, how far does your Bomberman knowledge go back, Randall? Because these have been around since like. NES even before that, I think. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Atari. Um so I I've played quite a few Bomberman games, but I will say, like, my heart lies with kind of 93, 94 turbo graphics type of nostalgia. I just love how it shows off. Like the Bomberman series and Hudson Soft is just a a master developer, I think especially especially on days. the
1: turbo and yeah. on the turbo they killed it Yeah. they
2: crushed it like they were the main developer on turbo graphics yeah. mm-hmm. uh, i agree you get your like your bonks and your air zonks and your adventure <laughs> islands and your star soldiers and final soldier all like just tons of games yeah dungeon explorer lots of games um love them but I've yeah i think they Bumblebee. did a great job showing off what the turbo graphics can do like just how colorful it was and like I just love how the sound chip sounds on the turbo mm. slash PC yeah. engine too. Um, But yeah, Bomberman 94, I, I found myself playing like more than I ever had before, uh just playing through an emulator this time, even though I own the game, because in Japan, where the only place it came out, the PC engine is a much bigger deal than the Turbo graphics ever was. So yeah. it sold a lot of copies, which it shouldn't be a surprise because it's amazing. But yeah, yeah. I played... Uh, at least halfway through 94 and got into, oh, dang. yeah, got through to mechanics. Like there's like mine carts that you can mm-hmm. jump onto oh, that like man. move
1: through the levels and start yeah. breaking blocks and killing enemies. It's Whoa. so much fun. It's, it's so great. You guys got further than I did. It's so yeah, good. I just, I got to like just finishing off the first like world or zone or whatever. I think. Yeah. On 94. It's great. Yeah. And Hudson yeah. soft is great. Yeah. It's, yeah, they they really are. They crank them out, especially. And you said recently, what are they up to these days? Mmm. Good question.
0: I don't know. about recently, <laughs> Were they in <laughs> charge of the most recent? I thought that was uh, Bomberman R or Switch R. Oh right, right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sure, there was, was that, that big. Big. Or Was with was that. that a different team?
2: That that might have been a different developer.
1: Yeah, I they might like have that panned that one Konami. out. Konami.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was Konami and HexaDrive. It looks like their development kind of ended around 2010 for the most part Uh okay rest in peace no worries
1: yeah yeah hey they they still got a nice back catalog that we can clearly dig through yeah yeah and a lot of a lot of hidden gems especially like that Bomberman series is so deep and it's it's kind of hard to know hey which one should i play like which which version should i try out should i go to the like very first original and at least if I'm saying, I'd say it 94 is a great place to start. Oh yeah, 94 um, is an incredible experience. Honestly. It is. Oh, what it's so what, good. what do you think compared? Because you have more like nostalgia for Max on the Game Boy Advance, John, and and coming to 94 fresh, like, what do you feel on that front?
0: I just wish it had a save function. That's all. <laughs> like yeah. passcodes are nice, but. There's yeah. something about like the fact that you can just enter a passcode that you didn't earn, as opposed to <laughs> a save file. But yeah, it's just to no. show your proof. Yeah, but ninety four, like I, uh, after playing ninety three, like I was, I had much lower expectations because ninety three was a lot more like sometimes when i play like retro games i'm like okay yeah this is more of like an experience that i'm like you know seeing like this is what the development was of the game at the time yeah yeah i want to appreciate this yeah but as soon as i booted up 94 i was like nope this is just a uh, still a good game like holds up i will play (laughs) this and beat it oh so good Yeah,
2: it is like they in one other Bomberman like history piece. And Kevin, this is game that we actually played together a while ago. If you remember Bomberman Panic Bomber, the puzzle game that we played on Turbo Duo, uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, it's uh, it was kind of uh, Puyo Puyo esque I would say where you kind of okay. see like the Bomberman faces.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. But a, another colors, really or? cool
2: game developed by Hudson Soft in the Bomberman series, kind of an offshoot. But like they just they didn't miss in those days.
1: That's yeah. all I'm saying.
2: Yeah, I f- I forgot about that game, but that yeah. is
1: was that you said that was like the Turbo Duo.
2: Yeah, so it was like it was on the the CD-ROM, the Super CD-ROM of the the PC Engine. So gotcha. yeah, we played on Turbo Duo that way. Gotcha. It's Good stuff. Well, I guess.
1: Yeah. Well, real quick before we wrap up, I did want to just give a quick shout out to this other turbo graphics game called Zapang. I oh, think I yeah. mentioned it a couple times in the Discord chat. Yeah. It's pretty much like a Solomon's Key yeah. clone slash ripoff. Um, but it's based on like this manga slash uh movie called Zapang. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um and if you see like the box art for the game, I mean it's like a live action shot of like <laughs> yeah. two people from the movie, I would assume. Um, very early you would 90s never, You would never boot yeah. up this game. I booted it up accidentally, actually. I was like scrolling through the Turbo games on the emulator, and it was the last game, it, you know, Zepang in the Zs. And I just clicked it on accident and started it up, and I was like, oh, the music's kind of jamming. And I started yeah. playing, and it's like just like, yeah, kind of a – and we talked about Fire and Ice not too long yeah. ago, Randall, which is kind of like a sequel to Solomon's Key. And this is kind of like a more action-based as opposed to puzzly. Like it's very puzzly still, yeah. but – Man, the music just jams. Did you get a? Chance? Did you play any of this, Randall? I did. Or did you yeah, Take a look at yeah. it. Yeah.
2: You said it's, it was like fire and ice or whatever, and I'm like, okay. And it's on Turbo Graphics. I have to try this out. Like a game I had never heard of. And like same you said, here. Yeah. Based on that box art, why would I ever have? <laughs> Look at it, yeah. You're just like, oh god, pass. Like,
1: what is this? Is this like an early
2: FMV thing they did on the CD? Like, what are they going yeah. for here? But it just looks—it's one of those games, and it, this happened back in the day in like the early '90s, where the box art just was complete like non sequitur from what the actual. Especially game for the was.
1: American,
2: the North American
1: audience, it yeah. was like, oh, make it look like cool. You yeah. know, it's like. <laughs> Not so much. Not
2: so much. No, it's good though. I was like really impressed. I played a few levels of it. It's not easy, but I I enjoyed it. Especially yeah, it's hard. Having played Fire and Ice so recently, you know, for, to talk on the podcast, I kind of got the hang of it pretty quickly, though.
1: Yeah, I, I thought it was really fun. Like, I was pretty surprised how much I kept like going. Let me try that again. Let yeah. me try. I just like kept playing it for for an hour or two, where I was like, man, I, d- I didn't even know this game existed until I accidentally clicked on it. So
2: yeah, although you got that um, timer, so that's uh, that's kind of a factor to like. Uh, let me. <laughs> you can't take me, too much time to figure out the best path through this. Like, you got to move too.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's a really cool game worth checking out. Oh yeah, Zapang. Yeah a little more arcade action on the turbo, but mm-hmm. I think that's uh probably a good place to wrap things up for this week. And uh, as always, you can find us on the internet at pursuingpixels.com. we got a nice link tree where you can find uh, pretty much all our stuff, uh, the podcast, Instagram, Twitter, discord, Twitch, YouTube, and everything else. But uh, otherwise, uh, take care and we will uh, catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> there you go because i I found I found the well, I'm get well of course because I went on a couple subreddits to figure out like the preferred way to like get them sure and yeah. they're like used on ebay and I was like oh huh. that makes sense okay. so okay. I found like I can get them for like half off and nice. like I don't need a I don't need any uh, <laughs> but
1: <laughs> for for oh, the wait, way that they're used like in because you have like the whole package and everything, then they don't look touched. They well, no, that one that was the one that Mikey got me.
0: But, oh, okay, okay. But um, <laughs> that's the other thing is that like I also don't want to like just like put in no skin into this game, like because like Mikey got me everything and I'm very grateful for that. But at the same time, I'm like I want to actually like you know put something into
1: this, invest a little yeah. into this, yeah. All right. You guys should talk to. I know you're talking to Eric Olson about Monster Hunter. He does a little Warhammer Whoa. too, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I, to- I've seen I his definitely pa- told him that we were his painting. His models are sick, dude. They're like really a, fucking. He's good. he's so talented. I've posted his art a few times in our like Instagram story. Yeah, Randall, you might have seen it. It kind of like it kind of looks like oil pastel ish. I okay. know that's not what he uses, but it kind of looks like that style. Okay. Um, but yeah, he just posts like really cool art. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I, he got really into like making stuff during the pandemic, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But that like um, translated
0: into him, like painting, like unbelievably good.
1: Like, yeah. Like I, I, I really want to buy some of his pieces. Like I really think they're awesome. Nice. Nice. Um, which I don't feel that way super often with, I mean, I like a good artwork, but like, I don't typically feel compelled to be like, man, I would, I would drop 200 bucks on that or whatever, you know, but especially when I know it's going to a good friend or whatever. Yeah. Cause Eric's a cool dude. For sure. But But what about you, Randall? Anything you got going on?
2: I'm going to drink the rest of this beer. See what Tina's up to. (laughs) It's uh, it's probably about the extent of it. Go to sleep. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Get ready to
0: to study tomorrow, probably through the weekend, so I can take this test.